Welcome to Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a radio ministry of the Institute for Creation Research. In this program, we want to encourage you in your Christian faith by showing how scientific evidence supports the Bible, particularly the Genesis account. The book of Genesis lays the foundation for all matters addressed in the rest of the Bible. The nature of God, His sovereignty in creation, man's purpose, sin, marriage, family, and why we need a Savior are all introduced and explained in Genesis. When we see that the first and most foundational book of the Bible can be trusted in all matters, including science, it builds confidence in the rest of the inspired Word all the way to Revelation. I'm Frank Sherwin, zoologist and research associate with the Institute for Creation Research. Join me for today's show of Science, Scripture, and Salvation. Psalm 111 says, The works of the Lord are great, sought out among all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious. He hath made His wonderful works to be remembered. Physical scientists have long known about the fundamental constants and quantities of the universe. Now, these values are persistent, independent of location in the universe. For example, there's the speed of light, which is a fundamental constant, as well as Planck's constant regarding the particle wave duality of light. There's the Boltzmann constant, the permittivity of the free space, the mass of the electron, the elementary charge, and many others. Each of these measurements reflects the divine hand of the Creator. Consider gravity, for example. The force of gravity is determined by the gravitational constant. If this constant varied by just 1 in 10 to the 60th parts, we simply would not exist. Simply put, our universe permits physical interactive life only because these and many other numbers have been exquisitely and independently balanced. How did such incredibly fine-tuned numbers come about? By chance and time? or by plan and purpose. Secular scientists have come to the uncomfortable conclusion that each of these numbers are found in an exceedingly narrow, life-permitting range. If any one of these numbers were altered even by a hair's breadth, there would be no life, no stars, or planets. Two secular authors stated in their 2014 text, and I quote, Earth is neither central nor special. We inhabit no unique place in the universe, end quote. But fellow evolutionist John Gribben disagrees, having written a 2011 book entitled Alone in the Universe, Why Our Planet is Unique. Additionally, creation scientists maintain Earth is very unique. In 1976, Morrison Clark stated, quote, as far as the scriptures are concerned, they teach unequivocally that earth is uniquely the abode of man. Psalm 115 and verse 16 says, The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. It seems grotesque and blasphemous, Morris and Clark continue, to suggest that the tragedy of Calvary's cross should be repeated on millions of other planets, for the benefit of other unknown and hypothetical members of God's creation, end quote. Well, contrary to what evolutionary atheists intensely yearn for, there aren't likely as many places to live outside of Earth as earlier hoped. In fact, the Penn State Science website stated in April of 2015, quote, after searching 100,000 galaxies for signs of highly advanced extraterrestrial life, 
a team of scientists using observations from NASA's orbiting WISE, that is the Wide Field Infrared Survey Explorer, has found no evidence of advanced civilizations in them, end quote. How disappointing this must be for the secular cosmologists who are desperately want advanced life to be common in the cosmos, an inevitable outcome of random evolutionary processes. The lack of finding signs of intelligent life flies in the face of the secular evolutionary worldview that insists that because there are so many planets that are being discovered by astronomers, that life in some form must exist out there. But just as previously mentioned, that doesn't seem to be the case. Well, like Darwinists documenting transitional forms, some space researchers have resorted to using computer simulations to argue for aliens existing somewhere in the cosmos. Our own little solar system occupies just a tiny portion of the Milky Way galaxy. Nola Red of Live Science said in May of 2016, and I quote, the hunt for signs of alien life in the solar system may be much tougher than researchers had thought, thanks to the damaging effects of radiation. Evolutionist Red continues saying, quote, Objects in the solar system are bathed in radiation from the sun and large planets such as Jupiter. But the largest doses come from galactic cosmic rays, which stream in from faraway sources such as exploding stars, end quote. Well, non-evolutionist asks, does this sound like the inevitability of life out there? Looking carefully at what it takes for life to exist on Earth, scientists are realizing just how unique this planet is. Evolutionist Tom Garrison stated in 2013, What is extraordinary, he says, is a happy combination of circumstances. Our planet's orbit is roughly circular around a relatively stable star. Earth is large enough to hold an atmosphere, but not so large that its gravity would overwhelm. Its neighborhood is tranquil. Supernova have not seared its surface with radiation. Our planet generates enough warmth to recycle its interior and generate the raw materials of atmosphere and ocean, but not so hot that lava fills vast lowlands or roasts complex molecules." End quote. This certainly sounds like the divine hand of a creator and not just a happy combination of circumstances. Now it's time for a short break. Stay with us. The design of the human body inspires awe and fascination, and for good reason. It's made up of so many different parts and systems, all working together for a greater purpose. Check out our book, Guide to the Human Body, to discover astonishing facts about the construction of the cell, the mechanics of hands and feet, and the incredible abilities of the brain. Published by the Institute for Creation Research, Guide to the Human Body will answer questions you didn't even know you had. How do our eyes give us sight? How does a baby take its first breath? What happens to the human body in outer space? Guide to the Human Body's full-color images and easy-to-read format shows our amazing design points to the ultimate designer, God. Order your copy from the Institute for Creation Research by calling 800-628-7640 or visiting icr.org. That's 800-628-7640 or visiting icr.org. 
Welcome back to Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a radio ministry of the Institute for Creation Research. Two authors reported in 2001 regarding a French astrophysicist who discovered that the orbits of Jupiter and Saturn keep the Earth's orbit from becoming chaotic. Without the orbital stability produced by Jupiter and Saturn, the Earth's orbit would make extreme changes, causing instability in our climate and making the Earth uninhabitable. Well, in May of 2016, Imperial College London reported that fewer than predicted planets may be capable of harboring life because their atmospheres keep them too hot, new research suggests. The article went on to state Dr. James Owen, Hubble Fellow and lead author of the study from the Institute for Advanced Studies in Princeton, said, and I quote, It was previously assumed that planets with masses similar to Earth would be habitable simply because they were in the habitability zone. However, when you consider how these planets evolve over billions of years, this assumption turns out not to be true, end quote. Well, in other words, the downside is that the thick atmospheres of these Earth-sized planets would be subject to runaway greenhouse effect, scorching them. In December 2014, Science Daily reported that new research led by an astronomy graduate student at the University of Washington indicates there are some planets that may have long since lost their chance at hosting life because of intense heat during their formative years. Quote, there are many factors that would make a star system too hostile for life to even get started, let alone survive for any period long enough to evolve. So what sort of star provides the perfect conditions for habitable planet elsewhere in the universe? End quote. In December 2011, Features editor Valerie Jameson of New Scientist magazine gave a surprising favorable review to a book I mentioned earlier by John Gribben, entitled Alone in the Universe, Why Our Planet is Unique. She said, quote, Gribben's argument provides compelling as he ranges over issues of astrophysics, geology, atmospheric chemistry, and evolution, end quote. She further wrote of this thought-provoking and sobering book, Quote, Although he cannot quantify exactly how the potential for life around those trillion, trillion other suns whittles down to zero, you can feel any optimism that E.T. is out there ebb away with each turn of the page. End quote. A leading astronomer, Dr. Howard Smith, a senior astrophysicist at Harvard University, has concluded there probably aren't any aliens out there meaning that we are entirely alone in the universe. Quote, Dr. Smith points out that many of these planets are either too close to their sun or too far away, meaning their surface temperatures are so extreme they could not support life. Others have unusual orbits which cause vast temperature variations, making it impossible for water to exist as a liquid, an essential element for life. Dr. Smith said, we have found that most other planets and solar systems are wildly different from our own. They are very hostile to life as we know it. The new information we are getting suggests we could effectively be alone in the universe. End quote. And that was stated in late January of 2011. 
Although evolutionary naturalism has failed to empirically document the molecules-to-man philosophy, it makes great strides in sparking the imagination. For example, Hollywood continues to release futuristic evolution-based movies replete with eye-popping special effects and paper-thin plots. Such films and, and numerous television programs had convinced many that little green men or aliens actually exist. However, the Bible clearly states that we are alone in the universe except for the Lord Jesus Christ, the creator of this universe, of whom you and I can know personally as we put our faith and trust in Him. Thank you for joining us on Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a radio ministry of the Institute for Creation Research. That's all the time we have for our program today, but we would love to connect with you through our website at icr.org. For over 45 years, ICR has equipped believers with evidence of the Bible's accuracy and authority by showing how science supports the Genesis creation account. Our scientists research the evidence for creation and communicate their findings through books, articles, DVD series, and conferences. Please visit our website at icr.org for more information about the latest scientific discoveries, to subscribe to our free magazine and devotional, and to locate our next creation conference at a venue near you. All of this and more at icr.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast, subscribe to Science, Scripture, and Salvation on iTunes. Also, do us a favor and rate and review the show so that more listeners can find us. Thanks for listening, and God bless.